with that, we might as well start, right? What's up, everybody? This is the Unfair Advantage, po- Advantage Avantage <laughs> podcast. Uh, I'm George Acorn. Uh, I'm Bill Cho. And uh, and today we have no guests. We're just going to uh, speak to ourselves amongst ourselves uh, and and walk you through Monterey Car Week. Yeah, if you're, we're guessing at this point it's next week. Um, so the lateness of our broadcast, I'm going to guess, uh, won't be making anybody except for somebody in the area choose to maybe run down the Monterey. Right. But um, if you're if you thought about going in the past, Monterey Car Week is a total bucket list thing for any car enthusiast. Um, and so uh, we do it every year. Uh, we'll get into why we do it. Uh, but but so we'll walk you through kind of what what we do and what not to miss this year. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, and then maybe that will help you make the decision to go next year if you haven't gone yet. Because yeah, definitely. I mean, you should anybody who has the means to get out there. I would suggest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 the been going now for, for at least I've been going for three years, and every year it's just. Something else to see, um, and it's, it's just great. I mean, mecca. It's probably the biggest car enthusiast, um, or what would you say, car show well, event I mean, it's, week. It's in the event world. week, exactly. Yeah. So it's not like one big thing, like Goodwood Festival of Speed, which is kind of bucketless, but that's one big festival for multiple days. This is, I think, what's magic about Monterey, and you get a lot of people who don't focus on this because. You know, Pebble Beach may want to promote Pebble Beach or, or Rolex and Laguna Seca uh, WeatherTech Raceway may want to promote their event. But um, what's cool about it is there's so many events that happen on the Monterey Peninsula that week across the board. So uh, we'll, we might as well chat about most of them, but we'll focus heavily on, obviously, this is an Audi club blog broadcast, so the focus is the Audi mark. Um, so we'll focus on what's to see there for, for Audi owners. Um, but we're going to cover it all too, because I, you know, it's a spectacle regardless. I don't think you need to be, most of us love cars, uh, just in general with a particular focus and that's fine. But, but, um, this is the best of the best. So even if it's not this particular mark, I think you'll enjoy the hell out of it regardless. Um, so, uh, we, we are, we mentioned this before, but we are kind of getting this out late right before Monterey, but yeah, we leave Wednesday. I know. Good morning for me. As we talk. speak, we'll see when I get the recording up on iTunes. But uh, we're live now on Facebook, and it's it's Saturday. I just finished mowing the lawn on Sunday. Sweaty and nasty Sunday. Yeah, we just got back from vacation too. That's right. How was your vacation, though? Uh, it was good. Yeah, um, we went to Rehoboth Beach for the week. Uh, it rained a couple of days, and every time it rained, we were outside in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so got yeah. soaking wet, but uh, I mean, at least we were in one place. You were hopping all over the place, weren't you? Yeah, we were all over primarily Maine. We went up to New Hampshire first to a really cool hotel called uh, Mountain View Grand mm-hmm. because alpacas and my kids like alpacas. <laughs> but it's actually a really nice old stately uh, hotel. And then we went over to um, Acadia uh, in the kind of Bar Harbor area of Maine. And uh, that was a really cool, amazing place, State Park. Would love to do a driving event up there sometime. I think it's a just a cool place. And there's like an auto road all through it. Um, oh, that's neat. Yeah. yeah, so you can drive to most places, including up to the top of Cadillac Mountain. Um, actually, we were near, we didn't do, we were the first hotel, we were near Mount Washington. Hmm. But I was informed that we didn't have enough time in the schedule to do that. <laughs> so we didn't do it. But we saw alpacas. 
and uh, that's, that's the most important thing. <laughs> right. So and then uh, but so no, Acadia is really cool that way, and it's got these amazing. Um, you know, you can drive to a lot of the 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 really cool hikes, um, and uh, and see a lot of the park even if you can never get out of your car, which I would implore you to do if you get up there. Uh, it's worth getting out of the car. But then car wise, it was kind of boring. Then we went down to Kennebunkport, Maine, which is where like the you know president both Bush presidents. Their family house is there, and Patrick Jemty, actor, Porsche mm -hmm. ambassador, race car driver, also lives there. So, if you're lucky or you're really into McDreamy or whatever his name is, you might see him driving around. <laughs> I was actually hoping to see his Safari 911 because he had a Lee Keen built 911 built that he keeps up there, but I, had, I didn't see it. But they do have cool cars up there. I saw a bunch of, particularly all roads through boxes, wagons are a big thing. And I'm not where I was. No, no. But you said you saw. Well, you didn't I, see all roads. No, I well, I didn't see most wagon. I mean, I saw one all road, um, but I saw surprisingly four Buick, four or five Buick Turexes, uh, and I knew they were all different because they were all different colors, which was uh, amazing. They weren't just white or silver. That's that like opal. Yeah, They're like the root. So like, I don't know what the opal. Was. So like the insignia, maybe the opal. Uh, I don't know my yeah, opals. I don't know what opals either. I I think they're nice looking cars is that they kind of stand out also uh, so I saw several of them uh, but the most surprising one was I saw we saw like three or four Acura wagons TSX TSX wow yeah rare birds yeah. <laughs> rare birds <laughs> the first time I, of course you know my wife has care about cars at all and unfortunately needed my my kids really and so I'm driving down the road and I see the Acura and I was like whoa and you know, my kids was looking at the windows thinking maybe I saw an R8 or a Ferrari. Yeah. Just wagging them like, what the hell is this? <laughs> we're, we're coming home last night. Like, it was, it's like an eight-hour drive before you account for, like, bathroom breaks and mm -hmm. meal time and everything. And, and so we're we're coming down and we stopped at, um, right along, we're coming down the Sawmill Parkway, like above New York there, which is actually a great highway because there's a lot of this. And it's, it's, uh, it, it, we randomly one of my kids says they have to go to the bathroom and I looked on Waze which I was running at the time and I saw there's like a Whole Foods like you know 300 yards from the sawmill so we pull in <clears throat> we, we go into Whole Foods we do our thing and we come back out and there's this uh, a woman drove in it might have been out exclusive I have pictures of it on my on my phone of course you do <laughs> it might have been because well I said where I'm going with this is it was a it was a Q8 S line with like the 22 inch oh, you know wheels right. and Nice. Yeah, like the RSX Plus wheel. And uh, it was kind of a gold color. Uh, I'll show you and then I'll show them. I dig the wheels. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, color. So, lady got out and walked in. I, you know, it was different. Old strategy, I think. Right. But, like, um, so, so I, I, I made my kids drive across the parking lot. So, I didn't <laughs> Well, they're used to that stuff. Right? They are. They are, yeah. And, and my other Audi story from vacation. I mean, I saw a bunch of cool ones. My favorite was like a Gotland Green All Road with like a Thule box on it. was just kept seeing them around Kennebunkport. But um, no, I stopped at, on our way out of town yesterday, we stopped at this used bookstore that tragically is going out of business. So like everything was half off. And it's this wonderful 80-year-old man who owns the place and like has books on literally everything. I picked up like a mid-80s Land Rover produced like uh like guide to sport utility vehicles or something. I'm probably end up giving it to Will or Brian. But anyway, it's um we stopped and we're leaving and this this guy, uh, he was nearly as old as the owner, maybe older. And he comes up to me and he's oh he's like, Oh, what a great Audi. 
And I was like, oh, you know, thank you. <laughs> Whatever. And he's like, my daughter, I knew she arrived when she bought an Audi. And uh, he's like, now she's had a couple more, but man, I really love her Audi. And he's driving a, a, uh, um, a Subaru Impreza. I don't know. But it was, it was cool. That he was really impressed with my Audi. Your Audi? Yeah. Okay. I didn't correct him. Yeah, well, I'm glad there's no puppies around because I would kick it. If, if, <laughs> if you got mid-80s. I, I guess so. I'm going right. to let you call it whatever you want. All right, or whatever. So I won't, I'm not judgy. Yeah, I yeah. told my wife I'm not going to be judgy. So I'm super judgy. He's very happy. Yeah. It's good for him. I helped him. He's like, can you tell me why? He goes, you know much about Supers? I was like, not much, man. <laughs> and they're all-wheel drive and they're boxer motors. Yeah. But he's like, uh, I can't see when I turn my headlights on. All my dash lights go dark. And I was like, that's probably just brightness you know what i mean so his wife got out the manual and we figured out how to turn the brightness up for him good deed for the day george yeah you're a good man right hoping the elderly i think so <laughs> that's what i kept telling my wife i don't know if she bought it but um anyway so that was vacation and uh i don't think i've seen you since waterfest yeah yeah that's right it's been two three weeks since waterfest yeah, yeah. we had a good time there uh hot as blazes no day. joke. It was. So, I think that was the hottest I ever remember being. Like hot and dry, which is, you know, at least the year before or last year, it was hot, but it rained, and then it got humid. But that Saturday was brutal, man. Uh, just sunny all day, no clouds. Um, the heat index was like what 110. Or something. It was something crazy. <laughs> and plus, it was take on the asphalt. Like, and yeah, it, it was. Uh, it was. But it was. It was a good show out. Uh, good turnout. Um, Couple cool cars. I, yeah. I like that RS2 that Jamie or from Euro yeah. Import. Mean, who, who doesn't like RS2s? Yeah. Uh, that guy I, says he's got another one that he's going to import next year. It's already. It's Nagara Blue, perfect spec. I hate him. Yeah. yeah. I was kind of surprised that the uh, the e-tron got as much looks as it did. It did. Yeah. It did get a lot. So looks. I mean, it was uh, it was nice. We we took some people around, um, you know, just around the perimeter with that thing, and um, not a don't think we changed minds, but. You know, people. A lot of people. It's the first time they ever saw an Etron. Yeah. Um, and I actually got to sit in one and ride around with one. So I think you know, people are going to be accepting of it. They're not accepting of it now, but I really dug spending those couple of days in the Etron. Like I've I test driven one before. Mm -hmm. I was on the launch, but like living with it and charging it and like yes, you have to plan to go to a charger. If the, now the, the network isn't quite up yet, it's not quite up to speed. Right. It's it's. <clears throat> um, not quite up to speed. What I mean by that, but if you can find a, <laughs> if you can find an Electrify America, and there's one, uh, there's a charging station for Electrify America near here by about 35 minute drive from here. Right. So like, on that, a full charge is probably a half an hour. An 85, 80 percent charge is probably like 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. So it's smoking fast. Otherwise, like even a level two in your house is going to be an overnight charge. Yeah. So well, with the infrastructure, I mean, look, look where it's going to be 10 years from now. Yeah. Uh, the infrastructure is going to be there. I mean. They have those super, not supercharged. They have those electric car chargers over at Hershey Park, but they're just yeah. Well, that's what surprised me. Right. Living here in Hershey, Pennsylvania, I know that there were some Hershey Corporation has some at the over at the theater near their headquarters. Mm -hmm. They've got some at Chocolate World. Um, but what's surprising is there, or even the the Audi dealer, which used to be a Porsche dealer. I think their charging station is a, a Porsche branded one. Right. Um, but that's all from like the earlier e hybrid, you know, Cayennes and Panameras. And they're all kind of slow level twos. Like they would still take probably, 
a couple hours at least. Oh yeah, yeah. at least a couple hours. And um, so like getting an up to speed charger when we were down in Jersey, I know Electrify America is going into, um, is going in now, I guess to Jersey. I think I read that recently, but like even there with the, the high speed one we found was, it took us, we were getting about a percentage point a minute. Yeah. So figure if we were down way down. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like I said, 10 years from now, the infrastructure will be there. It's right. going to be just hopping. From state we're driving locally. Yeah. Anyway. So we're probably. Oh, yeah. Gonna... <laughs> I guess we should go back to. Yeah. Get back to Monterey. Really quick before we do, let's check in. I don't know if there are any people watching on Facebook. Uh, we have if there are. Two people watching. All right. So if you are watching and you care to comment, um, we're, we're, we're playing with a setup today. We're like. Uh, we're, we've got an iPad like sitting far enough away to, to record this video live. Uh, but that's separate audio than we're recording the podcast from. So if you can hear us okay, just let us know. If you can't hear us okay, I guess let us know as well. Yeah. <laughs> we are watching the comments coming in. And if you have questions on anything that we're going to cover on Monterey, um, you know, feel free to post uh, or comment because Bill's watching that while I'm looking at uh, some notes, some show notes and Monterey notes and that kind of thing. Yeah, because there's a lot to do during Monterey. Yeah. So we're flying in Wednesday morning. We leave Wednesday, yeah, and going in from the East Coast. So we'll be there by probably about lunchtime Wednesday. So really quick, Monterey, as a summary of what it is, is a week long of, you know, the main hallmarks of Monterey are Pebble Beach Concours, obviously. That's probably the oldest that's been going on for like 75 years. Probably the most popular. I mean, the most, you know, well-known one. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> And then at, at WeatherTech Raceway, a.k.a. Laguna Seca, uh, there's the Rolex Monterey Motorsports Reunion. Um, so a lot of sponsor names in there, right? WeatherTech, Rolex. But but uh, it is the Monterey Historics, is, I guess, the street name of, yeah. of that event. And that's um, always been a great showcase for, like, if you've got a vintage race car, to go ahead and, um, and, and run it on an amazing, one of America's iconic tracks. Uh, that goes on, I think, most of the week, and um, we'll get to that when we get to the schedule, but like the big days, obviously, as you get towards the weekend. I, I don't know at this time if any uh, Audi cars will be racing this year. I know that like last year, there was a, a uh, an owner of a NSU TT yes. who reached out to us who had a race prep for one of those. He had gotten accepted and was in one of the vintage classes, and then Zach Brown from... Um, United Auto Sports and CEO of McLaren, he has one of the 200 Trans Ams that he bought from the Eurospec collection a couple years ago and just restored it. As of last year, he just restored it and ended up running one of the IMSA uh, anniversary classes last year. I just year. ran across videos from from last year. Amazing cars. It was, I, you know, I was like, I was very happy. It was, it was a memory card that I lost, but just to oh, yeah. recently, there were several of that cars. The chirping that thing makes from the <laughs> yeah, the blow off out. It, the, really cool to see. But So I don't know. We've not heard of any other Audi uh, models running. That's not to say they won't be. That's just to say we're not aware of them at this time. And they, I mean, realistically, not a lot of, you know, a lot of Audi's modern racing history is, you know, you look at the 80s. Well, that was all rallying. And they don't have rallying classes there. It's, it's not like Goodwood where they have a rally course as well. This is all a road course, and they're not really running those sorts of cars. So Audi's modern road cars, the LMPs and then the GT3s, don't really they're not really old enough yet to be considered vintage racers so you don't really see them as much uh, a year before audi did bring their lmp1 out yeah and brad kettler ran, uh got it up and running tom christensen was town in town so tom ran it um tom of course is a big 
and I think it may have been a class that was there that year anyway, but like Tom's a big uh, ambassador for Rolex as well. So is he? Yeah. I didn't know that. So, so they, obviously he got some time on track with that. But uh, so again, I don't know if anything's going to be running at that, but those are the two big ones, but there's so many that go on throughout the week. And so I thought maybe what we do is like, just kind of go from the beginning of the week through. Yeah. Um, so I've got, if you're ever looking for a resource, if you're thinking about going to Monterey and you want to know what's going on, what's up Monterey? Uh, com is this website that's like, I'm pretty sure it's just general tourism one, but they have a great section on um, Pebble or on Monterey Car Week. Right. And that, that's important because what's weird or what you might not expect, Monterey Car Week is thought of as a sort of one entity, at least I think of it as such, but it's, it's multiple people who have their own events to promote. And so there's not really, you know, if you talk to the Pebble Beach people, they've got their own, you know, right. retro automobile Spanish Bay and they've got the Concord and they've got their different events and then you've got um, you know Laguna Seca and then you've got Porsche Club doing their event we've got Audi Club we work with BMW Club and, and Mercedes sure. doing our event so um, there are a lot of things going on that you could easily miss and frankly we've been there the last four years now I think this will be our fourth year in a row um, and and we still miss things right like okay, with this stuff, I mean there's so many events going on right at the same time what's funny it's it's uh, there are events dude on top of like there are the events that were that we'd like to attend if we had the time but then there's stuff that like i will you'll roll through a neighborhood and be like oh this is going on and i had no idea <laughs> so so yeah i mean it's it's good, great that they have this uh, website sort of like an aggregator of everything's going on i mean you can pretty much train your schedule around uh, what's on this website, uh, or just you know, pick the two or three that you really want to attend. Two uh, or three, two or three. That's, that's or that's bare that's minimum. A conservative. That's well, bare minimum two so or three. Before we get into day by day, here's the other thing that I would I would recommend. There are two ways to see Monterey, right? There's we were talking about this earlier. There's one where I think if you're in the industry, um, you know, journalists get invites from car manufacturers or or like some. I guess if you're a big customer for like big enough that you're on McLaren's list and Lamborghini's list and whatever. All the supercar manufacturers, including uh, Porsche and all the other usual suspects um, in the exotic space, mm -hmm. have usually some sort of customer interaction uh, setup going on where you can test drive things. Um, and then uh, you can go in. Anyway, if you go in, if, if you're in the industry, then you're probably going in for your particular event. If you're a journalist, you're probably going to like wherever the swankiest, where the car manufacturers are taking you on a junket. So like probably Pebble Beach, probably Quail. Which we'll get to in a minute, but but we found have found the last couple of years. The first year we went, we stayed in Santa Cruz, which is like not that far away. But well, it's I a, mean, like mileage wise, not that far away at all. But it's a two hour commute it away. It was a big commute, yes. Because Peninsula traffic on Monterey Car Week is bad. So um, we uh, is there's only one way in, one way out. <laughs> yeah. So so we ran in one year to uh, Wayne Killen, who was an Audi product planner at the time, yeah. now with Electrify America. But he's got an older car, not an Audi, so I won't say what. But but uh, he gave us the best idea ever, which is go on Airbnb uh, or BRBO or uh, HomeAway. We use, here's a little a tip, um, MontereyRentals.com, which is like a local agency that does houses. Most of their houses are week long, so you've got to take it for the full week. But especially if you're booking late, they have availability. And uh, if you if you book the second, like start from the day you land, because Monterey Car Week is all going to be high priced, and then the next week is kind of nothing, not not nothing, but it's a lot cheaper. 
so that we're flying in Wednesday, if we were going to take a house on that site, we'd go in Wednesday to the following Wednesday. Yeah. Um, stay a couple extra days, enjoy the area, or don't, and just leave the house empty, which is what we ended up doing last year. But it, it, was, it made a house available, and it really wasn't much more expensive than taking... Um, an Airbnb or a hotel right. room for crying out loud. Yeah, and, and the other nice thing about Monterey rentals is their houses are all specifically for rentals. So it's not, it's not somebody's house where you're like stepping over the dirty underwear. Not that you do. I'm just making it <laughs> funny. But, but where I'm going with this is all filled with linens. You don't have to bring stuff in with you. I know the house sometimes we rent in Maine. It's, we've got to bring our own linens with us and what have you. Like these Monterey rental houses, they're, it's like going into a hotel, but it's a home. Right. Um, and so what you do is you rent a house, you go in with a bunch of buddies. Here's the other tip. Bigger the house, the easier there is to find inventory. So for like a house that sleeps for, good luck. But like, yeah, I've ran across that this year. Yeah. Remember, so. But a house that sleeps like eight, it, there are several to choose from. And so if you get a bunch of people to go together, you get one a nicer house. And, and you're basically, you have a base of operations. Make sure you have enough parking for everybody. Some people... The other tip Winton gave us was ship your car out and have a good I haven't done that yet, but one of these years I'm going to do it. Uh, so you can drive your car around, but your rental, whatever. Make sure you have enough parking for everybody. Yeah. Uh, and then it's your base of operations. And like, you know, we had the, that year, last year, like one night we bought steaks and beer and whatever and just hung out. Um, Wayne suggested doing that every night. We're a little too busy for that. <laughs> but if you don't have to be at as many events as we have to be at, then that's a great way to spend a week. Oh, so. definitely so, yeah. The house of banging last year. We are in. Do you remember the neighborhood we're in? There? Pacific Grove. We're in Pacific Grove, which is not far from. No, it's not. It's right above. It's just uh, just above Canary if you're, Row. Canary Row, if you're yeah. familiar with Monterey, um, it, where it's not too far away from that first house that we stayed. Yeah. Uh, which is right at the end of Canary Row, pretty yeah. much, and that was pretty neat. So Pacific Grove's right up the hill. Um, it, I did kind of like a Google Map thing. It's a pretty nice area. It's a cool touristy yeah. area, exactly. Monterey. And, Unfortunately, Exotics Canary Row isn't there anymore, but nope. getting ahead of myself. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. So yes. let's start with the week then, right? So Monday, if you're in town early enough Monday, is um, Automobilia Monterey, which is a multi-day thing. That's in Seaside, and that's at, I forget which hotel. Um, it's the only big hotel there. Blanking on it. It doesn't, doesn't do, say here. When I say big, I mean tall. Yeah, it kind of stands out. It doesn't say it on What's Up Monterey. What's up? What's up, Monterey? And was, what was that uh, called again? Uh, Automobile in Monterey. So, uh, really quick, Automobile in Monterey runs Monday, I believe, through Wednesday um, in Seaside at the, one of the main hotels. Uh, and then, I mean, they can look it up, too. Uh, yeah. But if you're into, like, car stuff, like like the choice gear section of, our, of the magazine that we do, it's vendors selling books, vendors selling... Um, you know, like driving gloves or artwork or, or model cars. Yeah, or, a lot of artwork. But yeah, it's model cars. I mean, just like neat grill badges that you don't man. see people make anymore. Or This is one British, uh, I forget his name. He's a car. MC Suites. I'm sorry. MC Suites. Yeah. Seaside. So this is one British car. Uh, I think he is British. I don't know that he just, he's a uh, car book vendor and he has a great collection. He will be set up usually if it's like the last couple of years. He, he, he does do a mainly island too, but he does. For this, he'll do Automobile in Monterey in the front half of the week, and then he goes to Retro Auto uh, at Spanish Bay for the, the remainder of the week. Right. And he, he has great collections. So if you're looking for like hard to find, he, he generally has a couple Audi books, some interesting stuff, the Rosemeyer biography, um, the Hurley Haywood book. The, you know, anyway, cool stuff like that. You can find some really niche, niche stuff. There was a um, there was a model guy selling like custom Hot Wheels last year. There was uh, some old. You can find a lot of like vintage. Remember him? I, no, I must have missed the vintage. Uh, I must have missed the uh, 
to customize uh, Hot Wheels because I'm probably going to walk out with a couple of them. Yeah. And I did walk out with a couple of them last year. I'll show them to you this year. Oh, damn you. Thank but, you. But uh, um, vintage plates and plate frames yeah. and uh, just cool, weird stuff. And so if you've got the time and you're there early, um, Automobile in Monterey. Again, that's Monday through Wednesday, I believe. Um, maybe Thursday. We'll see when we get that. I'm going to just go down through there. There's a, there's a Porsche Monterey Classic on Monday. Um, I think that's more kind of corporate-backed and dealer-backed. I don't think that's Porsche Club. Where is that? Um, doesn't say. Hmm. What's up, Monterey? I know. What's up? What's up, Monterey? <laughs> uh, all right. So Tuesday, Automobile Monterey. Again, next on Tuesday is Concord on the Avenue, which is in Carmel by the sea. This is nice. where a lot of the cars that are in, if you're in Pebble Beach, Concord, you know, obviously some very exclusive cars, but they, they do a road rally up through like the, the road to um, Pebble Beach and they go up to Big Sur and it's like an 80, 80 some mile loop for these old cars, which is pretty impressive. And then they park them on the, the main street in uh, in Carmel by the sea. So that's that's Tuesday as well. Um, then there's a, a classic motorsports magazine, uh, Monterey Kickoff and Cruise In. Um, man, it just doesn't say locations. I must be on the wrong page. So I'm just going <laughs> to Google this if you're interested. Um, anyway, uh, Wednesday, here's and some of these I've never even heard of. Carmel Mission Classic, no idea. Um, but uh, it looks like it involves wine. Little car show. I know this one. That uh, that one's like a. You might find a couple NSUs there. So they sometimes show up, but it's mainly like Isettas and Minis right. and that kind that's, of stuff. That's a Pacific Road. Uh, is that one? Yeah. Well, you said that. What, what day was that? Um, that is well, Wednesday. We're be there. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we'll be there. Maybe okay. we'll swing by. But the problem is Wednesday. So we land Wednesday. We go to Automobile in Monterey mm -hmm. on our way down because usually we can pick up our credentials for the track. Now we have our WeatherTech credentials that came in the mail today, so we're not going to need to stop there, but probably will anyway. Because <laughs> the other thing is right near an In-N-Out, so got to hit In-N-Out. Right, it's right, it's right in front of an In-N-Out. Yeah. Yes, it is. Um, and then uh, also Wednesday, McCall's Motorsports Re Motorworks Revival. That is at the Jetport. That is... Pretty cool planes and cars, and I, again, I don't think there will be any Audi content there. Mm -hmm. I've not attended this one before, but I'm aware of it. Um, I know the Haggerty guys go over there, um, and it's a pretty, pretty exclusive event. Um, Somebody's asking uh, news about Audi at Monterey, but we'll get to that. So. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> okay, so why don't we just tackle that one now? We thought um, we had we had it on pretty good. Uh, information that a new RS car might drop at Monterey. Right. Uh, I'm now solidly sure that that won't happen at Monterey. Uh, that'll probably happen this month somewhere, probably in Europe. Mm -hmm. But um, so it, the, what I know that Audi-wise that's going to be at Monterey that's, I mean, beyond the normal will be the, the new R8 GT2 that they showed at, um, at uh, Goodwood is right. also going to be, that'll be at... Um, Let's see here. Thursday at. Is it going to be at Laguna? Where the pick? No, sorry. Friday at the Quail, Saturday at the track, and Sunday <clears> at Pebble Beach. So uh, Friday Quail, uh, we'll get into Quail in a minute. Um, Saturday at, at WeatherTech Raceway, Laguna Seca. So if you're going to those stores, you can definitely catch it there. 
probably I would guess Audi Sport Custom Racing usually does a display in the um, under the grandstands, those manufacturer garages. Uh, so I would guess it's going to be part of the customer part of their part of their customer racing display, uh, and then uh, Pebble Beach probably on the concept lawn. They sometimes have race cars there, like the IDR was there last year, and the 919 hybrid that was uh, used for all the record setting was there. So uh, I would expect it will be on the concept lawn on your way into Pebble Beach. So um, even if you don't have or don't want to buy passes to go to the Concord, you can get to the concept lawn before you go to the main gate. So oh, yeah. uh, if you care to fight the crowds and get up there um, to to Pebble Beach, it, you know, and you, for whatever reason you miss it at the track, that would probably be the, the most cost-effective way to catch it because Quail is, I think, at least $1,000 for I, a ticket. Yeah, I've never been there. <laughs> yeah, and I know, and I, know uh, I think it's it's a couple hundred for Pebble Beach, and it's I think it's at least 90 bucks a day at... So it may be, here's the other thing. It may be at the track on other days, but I know Friday for sure it's a quail and I know Sunday for sure it's a Pebble Beach. So uh, Saturday for sure at the track, maybe Thursday or Wednesday at the track. I don't know. Audi will be displaying all week at the track. So the days that the historics are going on, certainly. Um, but, but I do know for sure it will be there Saturday if you want to catch the GT2. And really quick, the GT2 again is like a, uh, it's the third R8 LMS now, and they've yep. got the GT3 and the GT4. Uh, the GT2 is for like a new Blancpain class. It's not to be, I wish, it used to be GT2 ran at Le Mans. So when I first saw it, I was like, oh, you know, he's going back to Le Mans, GT racing. No, not really. Now that's not like, <laughs> that's not GT Pro and G GT whatever. So, um, but GT2 is is a class at Blancpain that's kind of growing. It hasn't really taken off yet. Um and uh, so FIA backed, and that's but that one's spider based, not so it looks a little more aggressive roof line than the coupe, uh, the GT3 and the GT4 are based on because it's it's based on the spider. So long way to say the RS <coughs> won't 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 be there, but hopefully will pop up soon, and hopefully will pop up in the states. Soon. Yes. Um. Anyway, so uh, where were we? We're still on Wednesday. We're still on Wednesday. Um, Pebble Beach Motoring Classic. Uh, you can view cars of the uh, from, that were on the tour also out at the Pebble Beach Lodge. That's also Wednesday, and then um, the auction previews all start Wednesday. So uh, Russo and Steel, RM Sotheby's, Gooding and Company, Bonhams, Worldwide Auctioneers, all going on. All have previews. Here's the bad news. I've gone through. I haven't gone through this past week because I've been on vacation. But I've been watching the previews, uh, the, the listings of cars going up for sale. Normally, like, they're all good for, you know, some years we've seen Sport Quattros, we've seen Horks. Um, this year, I, we're coming in a little thin on Audis at these events. There are a couple groupy, like, rogue cars. I think there was a Dell test for, I want to say either RM or RM Gooding and Bottoms. One of them had it. Who, whoever works at the Quail. Who was set up there? there. Is that that group B? Bombs. Yeah. Oh, no, that that was last year. Yeah. Oh, I'm no, trying to remember. Okay. Who, yeah, yeah, they had they had a whole group B and they had a, a Sport Quattro. Um, but this year, somebody's got a Delta S4, and I think somebody's got the MG. I forgot what the name of their group B car was. Um, but maybe an RS200 as well, the Ford. But but uh, regardless, the RM so RM Sotheby's happens at. Um, Monterey Conference Center. So that's downtown. So should you be staying near where we are, right near 
um, Fisherman's Wharf and near, near Cannery Row, that's all very walkable. So um, very cool to see. Rosso and Steel, I believe, is just down the street from them also near uh, Fisherman's Wharf. Yes. Um, Gooding and Company is, I believe, at Pebble Beach. Bonhams is at Quail uh, Lodge. And then Worldwide Auctioneers, I'm not exactly, they're Pacific Grove, it looks like. Um, so <clears throat> usually, like if you, you, they all have auction previews. If you check the auction schedules at the individual auctioneer sites, um, it's worth seeing because if, there, if there's a particular car you find is a favorite Ferrari 288 GTO or 959 or, you know, something you're looking for. I'm, I'm not sure if anybody have either one of those offhand, but where you want to see the group B cars. Cause I know there's a Delta S4 and at least one of them, um, check their listings because, you know, I'm not, certainly I'm looking for Audis here. And so, um, I haven't seen any or any audience of, of that nature on any of the lists so far. No, the, the MG is going to be a good one. Okay, and I think they have the Delta S4 too. Um, um, Gooding's Garage, the Peugeot, where the two arrived. Okay, so they have, but they have a couple cool, yep. not four rings, but cool. Russo and Steel, I think, has a couple R8s, if I remember in their listing. They've got a lot of cars that they're doing, but they tend to be more modern um, or more approachable driver cars. The more exotic stuff tends to be um, really. So RM Sotheby's, Gooding, and Bonhams. Those are like the high ends, the highest high end. Uh, but they all have preview times. You may have to, you know, 30 bucks or whatever. It's a pretty cost-effective way to see some really cool cars. Um, you know, so it, it, it may, obviously it's not going to be wet your Audi whistle, if you will. It's going to be a good um, <laughs> a Tatra. Hey, you know, just... um, but, uh, but anyway, it's, it, it's still a great way to see some really cool cars and usually in a pretty relaxed environment. Yeah. Um, and early I in the week. the auction previews. I think yeah. it, it's just... I mean, it's it, like you said, it's pretty cost effective, and you can just see it. all most of the cars are just right there on any tents or. And even better, maybe you're in the market to buy your own, you know, 205, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Well, I was lucky enough last year, dude, when they had the group B display, they, they fired up a couple of them for yeah. prospective buyers and just happened to be there. So Yeah. Also, it's early in the week, so it's not so crowded, and you can enjoy, uh, you know, maybe get a glass of wine or whatever, because <laughs> uh, they usually have a bar uh, at those events as well. In case you're into that, which I wouldn't mind. But I'm working, so I can't. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Thursday, uh, moving along. Thursday, it looks like the uh, Bombs Quail Lodge auction is actually Thursday. So I, I if you're the in, auction itself? Yeah, I'm looking at their list. And that's what, I mean, I'm RM Sotheby's, same thing. Really? Um, unless they're the previews still, it doesn't really. I would think that would be the it, Here it's where, so I'm looking at the bullet pointed list on what's up Monterey. Right. If you want to, Again, if you're if you're curious about seeing a preview, like say the RM Sotheby's, go to RM Sotheby's website and check out their schedule in particular, because you're going to want to know times that the the previews are open. You're going to want to know obviously the the, the cost. You know, there's usually one involved. Yeah. And if and then what cars they have. Right. And yeah. if you're if you're planning on bidding or not bidding, right? If you want to go see the cars and just ogle them and take pictures, mm -hmm. you're going to want to go early in the week during the previews. If of course you want to buy one. Then you want to go when the auction is happening and you'll, you know, they usually, um, you want to show up in that window then. So, um, anyway, that's when to do that. Thursday, the Rolex, uh, Monterey Motorsports Union is now starting at Laguna Seca. So that's now going on by Thursday. Um, the Pebble Beach Short Elegance, which is the 17 mile drive plus 
they uh, all the attendees that's going on that day, um, and then Rusone Steel preview again. Uh, we will be, in case anybody's curious, Audi Club, we, we put on Legends of the Audubon with BMW Club and Mercedes Club. So that happens out at the Jack Nicklaus Country Club uh, this year also with Radwood. So if you're into Radwood, uh, 80s, 90s era cars, it's a huge thing right now. Uh, that's probably worth checking out as well. That just adds one more thing not to miss at Legends of the Audubon. So Thursday for us, we're at... Nicklaus setting up for that. Setting up for that, yep. Um, but if you're in town and you don't have to be setting up, I would suggest you head over to the track or one of the previews because that's a great way to spend your Thursday. And again, things aren't too crowded yet. That's no, the important no. part. Because by, by the time you get to like Saturday or Friday, Friday things, you. yeah, but things are crazy and they're crazy busy. And so to hit those previews, to hit even, I mean, Thursday will be busy setting up. But if I could, I'd be over at the track because it's going to be, you know, a little more laid back, a little less going on, a little less, fewer people. Um, yeah, we went there Thursday night last year. And that's when Audi did the preview for the PB18 concept that they were doing. It, was, it, was, it, it wasn't like Saturday. Saturday is a pack because yeah. oh, there are races going on all day. And, but those practices are going on also and uh, up at the track. Right. Um, but yeah, definitely more laid back on Thursday than it was. For sure. Yeah. So um, Friday, Friday is when things go nuts. Uh, depending on your interest. So again, Legends of the Autobahn is Friday. That's, um, starts uh, like early, like seven o'clock in the morning, runs till like three. Yeah. Um, Audi Club, well, obviously we're one of the three marks out there. Uh, so we're going to have our tent set up. Um, and you mentioned earlier, uh, Radwood's going to be combined with us now. Uh, I think it's going to be great with Radwood attached to us. You know, Legends of the Autobahn is a really good show. Also, because BMW and Mercedes have a really good, uh, strong outing there, uh, as do Audi Club. Uh, but with the addition of Radwood this year, I, it's, I, I'm hoping that the crowd's going to be... I mean, but you'll come up to this on Friday's schedule. Friday's schedule is crazy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and what's going to be cool about this, this event, Legends in particular, Legends has always been... it's. It's a little bit more enthusiast, a little less corporate. Yeah. Right. So, for good or for bad, it is. It's put on by BMW Club, Mercedes Club, and of course Audi Club, um, and now Radwood, which has gotten very good at doing their events around the yes. country, and now they just did one in the UK, and uh, done, I think I don't know if they've done one in Germany yet. But the, again, all '80s, '90s era cars welcome to their to their section, I believe. Um, and so. Uh, but it's 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 not you know you've got the Michelin corporate presence there, but not too much else unless like BMW had an anniversary a couple of years ago, they came as a corporate presence. But generally, it's it's club based, and so it's it's much more enthusiast driven, um, and a neat neat event. So that's that happens Friday. But then also speaking of clubs, Porsche does Porsche Club does work screening um, that they do not, not far down the road from. Uh, Legends of the Autobahn, which is, that's all very close to, um, to WeatherTech Raceway. So yeah, you could hear the cars running in the back. Yeah. And the fact that, I don't know, does it cost to, I don't think it costs to attend, does it cost to attend Legends? I know, uh, not, not to show your car. Right. I, I don't, I should know this, right? Right, right. Yeah. I'm going to pull it up real quick. Hang on a second. <clears throat> well, in the meantime, in, in the meantime, <laughs> Porsche Club is got Works Reunion nearby as well. I forget the name of the country club. Look it up, please. It's again, it's Works Reunion. Um, and then also Friday is the Quail, 
which is hmm. the history of Quail. Quail Lodge is a pretty exclusive country club in the area. Yep. So I'm going to sorry, real quick. Spectator admission is free. So well, that's so that's what parking the, is twenty five dollars. Okay. Yeah. So spectating is free there, and spectating is free at Work Union for Porsche clubs. So again, enthusiast events. Here's the thing. I know a lot of journalists. I go on a lot of launches. They don't show up at those events. And that's kind of <laughs> neat, right? You're a little yeah. off the radar. You're a little off the normal big corporate push. Uh, and it's it's legit, authentic enthusiasts. Enthusiasts. Privately owned cars. Um, and so, it, you know, you can jump. The nice thing is, because they're free-ish, you got to pay to park. But you can jump from event to event uh, without too much investment. And you can see a lot. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's going to be worth doing. Quail, if you... Quail, back to Quail. Quail started out as the venue for Concorso Italiano, which is, an, obviously you might expect, all Italian cars. So a lot of Lamborghinis there. Um, for Since we're talking Audi, and, and right. Audi owns Lamborghini. But um, so Concorso moved a couple of years ago, and Quail thought, well, we still want to have an event, right? We still want to be part of this Monterey Car Week. So they created the Quail Motorsports Gathering, which was... Basically, a limited number of tickets sold at a higher price, uh, so it doesn't get too crowded. It's very exclusive, and you go in, and um, uh, it's it's all you know, kind of locked down. You can't just kind of wander in. It's and it's it's uh, but you get very exclusive cars on display. A lot of celebrities walking around. Um, like I've run into like I don't know them, so I don't want to just like we were like this, like <laughs> <laughs> like Leno and Sammy Hagar and you know like people you might expect them on the car scene. Right. Um, but uh, but what's interesting here is it's obviously a very exclusive customer base. You know, and you could pay over a thousand bucks a ticket to get into this thing. Mm -hmm. It is um, you know it's it's a very sought after customer base. So while you may have legends going on. Uh, and you may have work training going on across the way. And there are, there's, you know, they do have little bits of support here and there. But the main corporate presence for, you know, Audi, uh, with particularly Audi Sport with the, with the RS cars, um, BMW, AMG, Porsche is all at Quail. So, and that's worth, if you're into Porsche as well, Porsche does a Zen from there where they stage test drives out of there most of the week. Mm -hmm. um, they have a temporary structure that they build for the full week. I believe AMG does one over it. At least last year it was at Pebble Beach. Um, we'll see if they- It was at Pebble Beach, yes. And that, they've been there a couple of years. Yeah, years. and it, usually McLaren rents a house out, Lamborghini, Ferrari does something, Singer did something last year. But like, it's all, you know, that's kind of ear to the ground. If you're really into that brand, uh, try and figure out what they're doing when your Audi did hot laps at the new R8 at, at uh, then new R8 at, at uh, Laguna Seca uh, during the week. So it's, again, you, you keep your ear to the ground on those, but but Porsche's is always right there at the edge of the property for Quail. And so what's nice about that for Porsche is they've got this fixed presence then once Quail happens, it's part of that mm -hmm. right before you go in the gate. There you are. Man. Yeah, so there's another, another uh, advantage of going out on Thursday or whatnot before Quail. Uh, yes. Yes. That's oh, yes. So Thursday we did do that. <laughs> we We're, did do that. We, we, we went over. To, yeah, we went over to Quail. There's a great little Mexican restaurant across the street. Yeah, you can park right near there, and uh, and grab some food and sit on the deck, and then walk into the Quail. And you can one, you can hit RM Sotheby's preview, which mm -hmm. you could also park on that side of the property yes, at the auction, and then walk your way in. 
and then see whatever, right? Because most of the manufacturers are there setting up. Of course, the Porsche Zentrum is already up and running. So, um, you know, they have a little Porsche collection shop in there. They, last year, they had like a 917 inside, a Martini 917 inside. They had uh, a whole Porsche Classic display outside. They had a 919 Hybrid and, and an old RSR and a couple other cars. Just really neat. It was one that was like all, you know, like an Audi, it's Audi exclusive. Um, where you would do a custom interior and a custom exterior at Audi, it's, or Porsche, it's paint to sample, and I think Porsche exclusive manufacturer where they do the custom interior stuff, and they usually go nuts on one car <laughs> that they display outside the back door of the Zentrum, and so that last year was 911 Targa GTS, and it was like this crazy orange color, and really cool. So again, not Audi, but definitely worth checking out, and usually when we stopped there early last time, the, the Audi stuff was on display, not on display, it was parked. Rating the corner and get set up, and there were, there were contractors setting up the Audi display yeah. even that day before. So don't expect if you're swinging through there, one don't tell them we sent you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just walk through and play it cool and and check stuff out, but realize it's not set up yet, right? It's prime time because once Quail set, gets going Friday, it's a lot of. And so once you're inside the gate, here's the thing: with your thousand bucks, you're getting amazing food stations all around, and it's all you know. You just walk up and eat or drink or whatever. Um, some very exclusive vendors, a lot of celebrities, a lot of rich people, a lot of journalists who are there on a junket. <laughs> like, but it's a, so if you want to see like so and so from Motor Trend or whatever, he's probably hanging out in the in the display. <laughs> the other cool thing is that I've seen recently is like these people making cars for um, very rich people. So Singer, for instance, uh, Gunther works with a nine and three. Uh, they'll all be there as well. A lot of them are there. Singer is usually a big. Uh, supporter of that event and um, I know Gunther Works had a, a carbon body thing they had roof there last year and um, just really really cool stuff and again manufacturer presence of all those companies including Audi will definitely be there with the GT2 on Friday um, Works Reunion also Friday so um, we've mentioned that earlier in Legends of the Autobahn also Friday in case you're you're not none of those I'm gonna have to try and cover all three of those like I usually do so it's, you never really get to to spend any time any of them really and relax but you're just kind of running to, to photograph all but then um pacific grove rotary concours auto rally that's going on mecham muscle cars and more that's going on rm sotheby's and russo and steel also going on um that's i mean it's the beginning of the weekend and it's going to be just crazy yeah and we're not even to the weekend no we're not even to the weekend exactly yeah that's i'm gonna go off the reservation a little bit I think with Radwa joining Legends of the Audubon, so if anybody from BMW Club or Mercedes Club is listening, who, may I suggest, from my own personal opinion, please move Legends to Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, then I, could, be... then I could enjoy it. But, like, I think it's becoming such a week and not just a weekend that, that it would be fine, especially with Radwood attached to it now, too. Because last year you had... Zero 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 magazine, which is a big exclusive Porsche magazine, uh, the Pete Stout um, runs now. He got together um, with PTSRS, which is a, a prominent kind of oh, that's right, yeah, Instagram account that yeah. does custom painted Porsches. Um, and they went up to um, what's the, the, the guy who does the 959 rebuilds. I'm blanking on his name. They have a dealership up in the further up the peninsula. They did uh, Rare Shades, which was like a show of specially painted mm -hmm. rare color car, uh, Porsches. But that was like Wednesday last year. Now, they're not doing it this year, but that stuff goes on all week. Right. Um, and so, like, like we started Monday here with this list, right? So, so if, if 
worked or rather legends were friday um thursday, thursday rather if legends were thursday i think you'd get a lot more porsche people coming to attend the event because they would you know they're not yeah, it's not conflicting with theirs right and i think you, and frankly and this is in all seriousness bmw audi porsche sorry portion not part of this bmw audi mercedes are all focused on quail like that is their corporate presence yeah. friday and so they can't divert and put more interest in legends and so if they could move to thursday i think that the likelihood of those factories getting more focused on that event would would happen and anyway and i think there'd be a lot of works or portion people who go to works reunion who would love to go to radwood or love to come out and frankly, so that's our little plea. Yeah, or my fantasy: buy an RS2 <laughs> next year, ship it out for the event, and then I could attend both Legends and Works. Oh, true. Because Porsche plus Audi. Anyway, nerdy. Saturday. Saturday. Uh, Saturday. Wait, personally, myself, I love Saturday. We go to the track all day. Yeah, we go to the track. We're at, we're at the Guna. I mean, yeah. you know, weather tech, whatever the sponsorship is. So that's a good day to spend a lot at the track. Again, vintage cars going different heats all day. Uh, depends on the age. Again, it's worth checking the event website to know if you're interested in a particular kind of car. Last year, I think it was Can-Am cars, right? Yes. But so whatever, I know that was one of the highly sought after IMSA cars. With, for instance, last year, we wanted to see Zach Brown running the, the 200 Trans Am. So we wanted to know when he'd be on track uh, and when we needed to be out on course to see it. Um, so it's definitely worth checking their, their schedule out. And then when you get out there, there's a lot of cool stuff going on at the track. For instance, um, Michelin had that island out near the vendor area. Uh, when I say island, it was an island of grass with a, with a walking oh, yeah, path that's right. And Saturday, it was all Singer 911s, I believe. And then there was another day where it was like McLarens or, or exotics. Um, but Michelin always goes big there. So worth seeing whatever they put up. Usually it's a very impressive display. And then, um, but that's the, all the vendors are down there. All the yeah. vendors are there, you know. And I'll tell you what I didn't see on this list because I know we went there earlier in the week is Retro Auto. Um, uh, Pebble yeah. Beach does at Spanish Bay, which is a lot of the vendors who go from Automobilia Monterey then switch to Retro Auto, and there's some other vendors. Mm -hmm. Um, we probably ought to pull that up, but uh, if, if you know the timeline Retro Auto, I'm surprised I didn't see it on here, but um. I remember like last year walking around, remember at the book vendor and, and like you look up from the books and there's Jay Leno also Jay looking at the books. <laughs> I was like, oh, look. Yeah. Thursday through Saturday uh, at Pebble Beach. Okay. At the end of, at the end of Spanish Thursday, Bay. Thursday through Saturday. Yep. So that's the Spanish Bay all day, those two. I remember, so Ian from Audi and I, uh, Ian Avila from Audi After Sales and I were walking over to check out Pelotti's shoes mm -hmm. at Retro Auto. And uh, we're looking at shoes and he sat down on try, to try a set on and he sat down on his bench and I looked at the guy sitting next to him also trying on some Pelotti's and it was James Glickenhaus, which is like, <laughs> you know, kind of a big deal, right? Scuderia Glickenhaus and he owns that P, the, what, the Ferrari P4 yeah. <laughs> that got built by, he had Pininfarina build on an Enzo. And yeah, so it's that, and that's one of the reasons I love Pebble Beach is the fact that like, you yeah. go to Retro Auto and you're just shopping books with Jay Leno or you're trying on shoes with James Glick and House. It's so Retro Auto is open to the public without a fee. So yeah, and we just rolled in and parked. We were our house last year was near Spanish yeah, Bay, right near Spanish. So, Bay. so we just happened to like roll in and check out what was going on, and, and um, yeah, so definitely worth checking out. And if you missed and missed 
a lot of the vendors, or few, at least a few of the vendors that were at Automobilia end up at there. Um, and then some like Pelodi that weren't at Automobilia, but were at Retro Auto. Anyway, uh, so also Saturday, in case you don't go to the track, which is what we'll probably end up doing, and uh, is uh, Concord of Le Mans. That's going on. So like Formula, what is it? Le Mans series of people, lemons rather. Lemons. Uh -huh. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the people who like, there's a concord for crappy cars, uh, <laughs> but put on by the same people. I know. Sounds like our people. <laughs> concord to, to lemons. Um, and then also Saturday, Concorso Italiano, um, which I've mentioned was, you know, used to be at, at Quail. So if you're in Italian cars, that's going on. Um, there's What's a, that going on, do you know? Uh, not to throw you off. No, you got to keep asking me this because this know. website's not giving me any of that. I know, right? Google okay. it, Bill. I will Google it. <laughs> and and uh, beyond that, until you find that out, <laughs> uh, Barnyard Ferrari Owners Club gathering. I don't know many Barnyard Ferrari owners, but there you go. And then that evening is um, Exotics. Used to be Exotics on Cannery Row, so that would have been downtown Monterey near Fisherman's Wharf. On Cannery Row, that's now relocated to Seaside, so that's on Broadway and Seaside mm -hmm. uh, for this year. And so, so, so it's the Concourse, Concorso Italiano, is where it's going well, to be at the, the Bayonet Golf Course in Seaside. In Seaside on Saturday. Okay. So if and they, two things we're seeing in Seaside, uh, Exotics is usually that evening. I mean, that's uh, I forget which rally it is. You know, like these kind of gasolina or I don't know, rich guy rallies. Yeah. You know, kind of like <laughs> I don't know which one it is. So I don't want to offend by naming the wrong one. Um, but like that's that's going to be them. Um, the, usually the cars in there are from that rally, but it's it's also just exotics in general, um, and usually see some pretty wild stuff there. Yeah, it's it it is a well. I mean, we only experienced it on. On the Canary Row in the last couple of years. Yeah. Canary Row, if you haven't been to uh, actual Canary Row, it's it's not that wide. <laughs> so you have throngs of uh, people on either side of the street, and these supercars going up and down the road, and it's just it just I mean it just they're all just swarmed all around. What's well, it's also a very different flavor. Michelin again is a big sponsor of this, and I think it's worth saying because Michelin's been a great um, underwriter of a lot of these car enthusiast events. But it's that particular event is a little bit different flavor than. Mm -hmm the rest of the Monterey, like the Monterey Car Week tends to be classic oriented or exotics and whatever. Exotics at Canary Row, they are exotics, but often it's like the, um, it's either tuned cars or it's uh, tuned exotics. And this isn't just like a, you know, pimped out Jetta. This is like, <laughs> like tuned spikers and, you know, crazy yeah. stuff. But like, but you'll usually see a couple R8s in this event. So it's from an Audi perspective, it's worth checking out. Um, and then uh, I think HRE and a couple of their other manufacturers go in as well as sponsors and, and show set up displays. But it's primarily these rallyists, right? Like the people who are on like a like a gumball type of rally. I forget it's not gumball that supports this one. Um, but then but then it's also the kind of camera kid like car spotter phenomenon. So like oh as much God. as I was that weirdo we talked about when we were on vacation, I was you know, in Kennebunkport taking a picture of that all road of the roof box. You have kids <laughs> with crazy camera rigs taking pictures of these Paganis and, you know, whatever. 
fire as it's it's quite a, I mean it's quite a spectacle. Funny sayings. Yeah. So yeah. And, and it's but it's it is a very I, I I keep going back to that. It's a very different flavor, right? Like the kind of rich guy rallies are very different than. You know, you get rich guys at Pebble Beach, but it's a different flavor of rich guy. You know what I mean? Nouveau rich? No, nah, I don't mean that. Yeah. I just mean like guys who like to wear it on their sleeve and kind of go on these sort of lifestyle rallies or I think at different, uh, a different pace. Nothing wrong with that, right? Like I enjoy that event too, but it's, it is extremely crowded typically. Um, well, because like I said, the, I don't I know how it's going to be at Seaside. It would be kind of neat though if they kind of kept the same... Vibe, yeah, kind of. Well, I mean, they're gonna keep the same vibe, but it's almost like the same kind of like setting. Of yeah, I, not I, a very wide street. I'm not familiar with Broadway. What I Me loved either. about the Cannery Row is that it's lined with like shops yeah, and restaurants shops, and right? pubs, and so like you could go down for the evening and hang out. Uh, and it's called Broadway. Uh, in, in Seaside, yeah. Okay. I'm just curious. Yeah. So anyway, but that's that's Saturday. So there you go on Saturday, and then now Sunday. Um, is the uh, the main event, which is Pebble Beach Concours. Um, that starts first thing in the morning. It's if you want to do if you're hardcore, you can become part of the um, what do they call them? Like the people who go see the sunrise uh, in the morning at the. I'm not at that. Yeah, I've never done it. If you, my guess is, if you're one of like the, I was talking to, I won't say who it was. I was talking to a journalist who was there with a manufacturer and who was staying at the Pebble Beach, you know, like the inn at Pebble Beach, and uh, said they went down to, you know, to see the 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 sunrise and the cars because that's when they move all the cars on the lawn. So it is actually okay. Kind of well, a, that that's pretty cool. Yeah, I would look at It's kind of a neat, soulful time. If you're, they call it Dawn Patrol, then. Dawn Patrol. That's Thank it. you. Yes. And um, so, anyways, it it is cool, and we're seeing it's a lot easier to do if you're staying at the Pebble Beach Inn <laughs> than if you're staying two hours away in Santa Cruz, yeah. or even like us over in you know in your Cannery Row, which is not too far, but too far to get your ass out of bed. No shit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna hurt our iTunes rating. Huh? I, I know I can't help it, but you say early morning and yeah. sunrise, and just, I'm just immediately start cursing. So. I may it, one of these years I'm gonna go over there, but anyway, it's it, you. Yeah, the the concord then starts in the morning. A lot of vendors, a lot of the same vendors you saw at Retro Auto, we saw like the the book vendor. I keep going back to that guy because I'm a big fan. He has a store. There are a couple vendors as you walk down the one fairway from the. It's Gooding who has the Pebble Beach. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you can go see that stuff. Walk down the hill and then go into past the concept lawn, and then you, you enter into the event. And again, you got to have tickets for the event, so probably want to buy them ahead of time. Um, if it if they do the same thing as last year, AMG and Ferrari both had their spaces near Pebble Beach last year. So like Ferrari rents a house usually right near the entrance, and then AMG was on the back side of the property with a, a temporary structure. Um. And, uh, and then you go in, and the concour is the concourse. So they'll have different classes. I heard Zagato is having their hundredth, um, their hundredth anniversary. So Zagato will be a class ranging from the oldest to the newest. Uh, and um, I don't know. This, I don't, there are no classes rel- necessarily that pertain to, to Audi specifically as a brand. Yeah. But that said, um, you know, obviously Audi has a rich, particularly pre-war history. Um, there's kind of a a, ton, a quiet period from Audi post-war to the roughly the 70s, but uh, that pre-war 
stuff tends to pop up there, particular hork, particularly horks. Um, so you might see a couple four ring cars in there, usually one or two if, if they show up at all. Um, but you get a great mix of cars that pop in there. So uh, anyway, it's, it's definitely worth checking out. There's an art display that actually has an automotive art display that, that is part of that event. Um, and then, you know, it's, it's, uh, you'll again, see more celebrities. Leno tends to hang about and car you know, was, uh, Slightly geeking. Yeah. When, when I turned around, he'd stand right behind. <laughs> That's because you were in the background going, turn around, <laughs> turn around. <buddy."> it's Leno. <laughs> <coughs> so, uh, well, the 2019 Pebble Beach Concourse uh, will feature the following marks. So we have, well, Audi is not a featured mark, Bentley. It's their um, 100th anniversary. Yeah. Uh, you also have Bugatti. Bugatti Racing Touring Cars will be out there, and the Lamborghini Mira. Mira. <laughs> I was about to say Muriel. It's not Muriel. Uh, Mira. Will be I mean, out there. No. So I think the first the first year we were out there, they had a whole bunch of mirrors out there. Anyway. Yeah. And that was a really nice one in the main concourse last year, too. Yeah, so at least they're, you know, while Audi themselves won't be out there, it'll be. Well, presents. and you never know. There's some of the, yeah. like, the particularly the pre war classes, you might see, like, pre war touring, whatever, you might see a hork in there. Right, because I'm not, I'm not obviously, I don't think, I, <coughs> I can't find the list. There may be a list out there of cars coming in, but uh, I haven't really seen. Oh, they do. Look at that. Hmm. So they publish a list? Yeah, not really a list. It's just pretty much the same thing again. Yeah. So, but worth like noting, this is Pebble Beach Golf Course. It is an amazingly beautiful place. It is. It is. It's, I have to admit, what, I didn't know what to expect first time I went here. Yeah. And it was just, it was neat <laughs> because uh, you're, I mean, you're, you're overlooking the bay. Yeah. Uh, it's a beautiful area. Obviously, it's Pebble Beach. Uh, and just cars just like lined up on this golf course and then. You know, the, the, the most the infamous or famous fog coming in sometimes. It, yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty cool out there. The most exclusive and exotic car, like, and we're talking classic cars now. Pebble Beach. These aren't. You know, you'll see some newer cars out on the console. On a, yeah, on console. But inside, it's all. You know, it's it's it, they're all antique, so twenty five right. years or older, but more likely quite a bit older. In fact, I hear there's a class from like the early nineteen hundreds, um, which I don't even know how you would judge that. Like how you would know how. You know, some random manufacturer because they get really obscure stuff in there. They so. do. <laughs> um, and they get some really weird concept ones out there, too. Yeah. Like old concepts. I'm not talking sure. about concept ones, but um, I mean, I like I would never, I always have to, whenever I take a picture of a car, I have to take a picture of the, of the, of the description next to it because I have, I have to, I want to look he, it up later. One of these days, we're drinking milk, Bill. One of these days, we will be the type of guy who, or girl, who go and buy a car. To win Pebble Beach, right? Yeah, like okay. that is so weird and so obscure, and nobody's seen it. And I'm going to take that type of Pebble okay. Beach win. <laughs> I don't exist in that world, but but it's neat to see the cars that show up in that world. I mean, it's going to be you know they have the classics, uh, you know, antique American classic, American yeah. classic clothes. I mean, just on and on and on and on. Duesenberg. Um, I mean, just if you can. At least go out there one day. It's worth the uh, ticket. It is definitely and worth it. It's ticket. worth, so from a practical sense, if you're going and you're not one of the people who happens to be staying in the inn at Pebble Beach, 
you generally will find yourself parking out along 17 mile drive yes. somewhere near the water. Oh, that's right. right. And it's, and it is a hike to get it into, is a hike, but they, they, run those they run shuttles the whole day. Yeah. And so you're in and out and, and it is doable. And it's, you know, if you're going to go, don't skimp on 300, I don't want to pay $300 for the ticket. Like it's worth buying the ticket to it's, go. Okay. for at least once you have to do it's yes. one of those things that you have to do at least once. Right. Yeah. I think uh, so. And like I said, the first time I went there, I didn't know what to expect. And it was, well, it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Also, so also we got to the end of the week. I mean, there's other stuff going on Saturday. Again, Monterey Motorsports Union is also going on Sunday still. Mm -hmm. um, Gooding's auction is that day. Um, so it's not, it's not just Pebble Beach. All that's probably what we'll end up mainly doing Sunday. Um, but then during the week is... It's worth going out and doing these kind of other uh, other activities, right? Like last year, besides the auction previews, we drove down to Big Sur and had dinner in the Pente. And, and driving down Big Sur, or down rather Route 1 to Big Sur, which is open again uh, after those mudslides what, last year, the year before. Um, yeah, I remember. The year before. Yeah. But... but Driving down there, the amount of, particularly in the, you know, we're going down and eating the evening for dinner at this kind of restaurant on the cliffs at, at Big Sur. <laughs> cool. But but the whole way down, you're seeing, like, I remember seeing a singer and, like, these yeah, other they're, exotics. They're, they're driving up and down. Right? Or the stops doing photography to, for the sunset, whatever. It, it was beautiful. Yeah. Or the one day we rolled through downtown Carmel and it was, like, in the evening. And it was, you know, car spotting kids with cameras. and Yeah, we didn't know. I mean, we were just, yeah. like, we were, I think we were taking a shortcut. I think because so. Of, okay, because traffic is horrible. Ways is your friends. Ways is your friend. Ways is so we cut through Carmel and just yeah. were amazed at the cars as they parked on the street. Yeah, I mean, we're going down through there and there's like, you know, I think Singer may have been doing an event because there were like three or four Singer 911 street parked outside of one restaurant mm -hmm. and, and like, um, you know, just various exotics parked everywhere and going through. Um, traffic it, it, it was really quite remarkable to see and i mean, you, you get shaded driving around we always joke right we'll see what the camry will be this year usually there's like a <laughs> we call it the carmel camry and whatever it is is like the hot car of the year so like a couple years ago i think the first year we went it was all gallardos like yeah, all the rich guys ship the gallardos in and gallardos that year were more common than camrys camrys <laughs> so it was the carmel camry but like last year i think it was the mclaren it was the mclaren i don't know they all look the same so i just called the mclaren and that's it but like I can tell the I can tell the P one. The P one is about the only oh I don't know, of course the old three passenger like center drive ones. I, I, I the F one. But other than that, all modern McLarens to me look like seven twenty S I have no idea. It's a McLaren. But that was so we'll see what the the, the Carmel Camry is this year. But you get jaded where I'm going with this. We, you know, the first year we were there, we're driving down the road down fifty nine, just going the other way on the road. Like it's it's um, it's so easy to get jaded by the amount of cars or the quality of cars you see yeah. on the road down there. And so rolling through Carmel and being that impressed by what was there was, was pretty nuts. But yeah. I'm just saying, if you have a passenger in your car, make sure that they have a camera. Yeah. Ready? Because I mean, you, you don't know what you're going to run across. Totally. Uh, I remember that first year I was just, I felt like a gunner. I'm just mounted with that, that the lens. Shooting alone. cars going by. The shooting cars going by. So yeah, I mean, it's, um. One of those things you gotta do. I'd I'd love to see Audi Club too. So one of the things we're doing this year is we have a bigger house. So for show off camera. Oh, hello. He's back. <laughs> um, back. So one of the things we do and we're gonna do again this year is we rent a house with like last year there were a couple folks from Audi with us. Um, 
Kabaddi Club people. Mm-hmm. Dennis Pomarkov is a photographer out of LA um, who sh- shoots with us a lot on a lot of things for the magazine. We're all kind of shacked up in this house uh, together for the week. And we're doing that again this year. Um, the Audi folks, unfortunately, couldn't make it this year. Um, so it's going to be uh, mainly club folks. But um, Troy and Ryan, from the, who are board members, and Paul is executive director, and Dennis is joining us again. And so we tend to hang out. It's very social time. And it's worth doing. We'd be happy to share this. So if like any of you guys from chapter level or whatever want to get a, a group to go out to go together out there we'd love to help you um figure it out because we've done it a couple years now and kind of like Lamar or any of these yeah, kind of can, monumental events if you have a, some experience on the ground it's helpful exactly i mean um, yeah because we can i mean you already mentioned monterey Reynolds earlier in the podcast yeah. but um uh, yeah i mean just uh, this would be something that we would like to kind of not arrange i mean we're not a travel agency here but we can help you out yeah because it's, it's definitely worth doing and, and it's a great social event if you do it with a bunch of other people uh and if you're flying here's the other great thing if you don't shipping a car in like wayne we talked about wayne killen doing he got a bunch of buddies from D, the dc area and they packed up a, a, a transport truck with their vintage cars and they shipped them out to monterey and that's a little bit more expensive way to do this but <laughs> but you could do um because i run the magazine I booked a press car. Sorry, that's my own uh, unfair advantage. But like, uh, so we'll have an RS5 this year. But Paul, Paul, yeah, Paul from uh, his executive director booked out of Silver Cars. So I think he got a Q7. He got a Q7. But you can book out of San Francisco Airport. Mm-hmm. Uh, so SFO, get a Silver Car there. Or uh, if you you want something a little more unique and you're going to rent, maybe go to Turo or to Haggerty uh, Driveshare. And you can get, I know last year we were looking at Turo when we were curious, yeah. uh, and we found like a TTRS or something that was available. Uh, Turo is kind of like Airbnb for cars, right? As is Haggerty Driveshare, which is typically vintage cars, but not always. Like I know out of DC, for instance, you can get an R8 Spider. Um, so those are great ways to get some some unique cars as well, uh, if you don't want to ship your own out. I was really tempted to ship the 4000 out this year, and it just didn't do it. But next year, maybe. 4000 has been out. There before, hasn't it? It. I bought it out there. And you bought it out there. I, I mean, bought Jordan. it. Bought it in Portland. It drove it down. This, so I, I mean, I, I didn't know when. When okay, it, so George has a four thousand, which I love. An eighty-four small number, amazing survivor. But yes. And he drove. And he bought it out in Portland. Seattle, Portland. Okay. And then drove it down to. Yeah, drove it down to Monterey. Actually, that was a hell of a ride, dude. Ten hours. <laughs> I, this is before I've owned this car for ten years. So this is really before like Google Maps and Waze and all yeah. that, right? And I'm East Coast, so I was thinking this will be like a run from like Boston to New York, right? A couple hours, no big deal. And I just I winged it because I knew I had I had a friend in Monterey. Winged it. <laughs> I had a, a friend who was ex Audi PR guy who was working at Laguna Seca at the time, and uh, and then I had a way to get the car on a truck reasonably back home, so I did that. But not for Monterey Car Week. Having it out there for Monterey Car Week is a very different thing, right? To be able to hang out with that many car nerds. That would be yeah. yeah. So, one of these years. One of these years. It's hard from the East Coast. It seems like it's easier to get to, like, Amelia Island and drive down to Florida. And frankly... And that was 10 hours, too. So, I mean, no. Is it? Yeah, it was about 10 yeah, hours. It's not too much more. It's sad, right? We could drive from from D.C. to... Uh, we're in Pennsylvania now, but drive from, like, D.C. to Florida <laughs> for what it would take to drive from, like, Portland to San Francisco. You just don't really get a... The no. spaces are so much further on the West Coast. <sighs> anyway... Um, 
I think that's Monterey, man. I don't know if there's anything else that we need to cover on Not Monterey. Not the Monterey. I know we're, I mean, obviously, uh, our main purpose uh, going out there is Legends of the Audubon. Because we're going to support our Audi Club uh, Golden Gate chapter out there. We do a tremendous job. They've been running this uh, in, in conjunction with BMW Club and with Mercedes-Benz Club. They've been doing this for years. They got it down pat. Um, with the addition of Radwood this year, I think it's just going to make it an even better event. Um, so I'm really excited this year. Uh, I'm, I'm always excited to go out to Monterey, but it's going to be it's going to be a different feel, a different vibe um, with Radwood attached to uh, Legends of the Autobahn. Um, and I just hope that we, you know, like you, you suggested sometime during the during the podcast, that maybe we could move to a Thursday to. I have, you know, I, us. I, have, yeah, I have zero control over this event, but what, exactly. I, do have, what I do have is experience in yes. events, and, and that's where, I think the, yeah, I would love if they moved to Thursday, I think the general concern is like, would there be enough enthusiasts down there to attend yeah. on Thursday? Yeah, I, I think that is probably the number yeah. because obviously people are still working yeah. and whatnot, but um, uh, Legends this year, uh, if, if along with all the other things that's going on on Friday, I think you should stop by. If if not, if you haven't been to Legends before, I think you should stop by this year with the distant Radwood. But not only are you going to see uh, like great daily driven cars uh, on the Audi Mercedes uh, BMW side, uh, but you get to see you know the cars cool. that cars that were around when I was growing up. Yeah. Uh, and so I think it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be fun this year. It's gonna be a long day. I mean, that's I'm out there all day um, running the tent and whatnot. But I'm gonna I'm gonna break away. Uh, I'm going to see if I can steal a golf cart again and well, no, I'll, I'll borrow a golf cart um, and then just uh, cruise around because I, I really get to do that because we're, we're so busy in the tent, um, you know, just answering questions about the club. Um, uh, and so you on sell, so, so Golden Gate sells their own Golden Gate stuff yes. and then for the Audi, the Audi, Audi Club event sales, we tend to sell shirts and then those hats, I'm, new hat, I'm not wearing right. one at the moment, I'm wearing some, <laughs> one from vacation. But um, we have these cool hats that we've been selling these shared events, and those aren't available anywhere else. You have to be at the events together. You have to be at the events together. Yeah. Decals, some other things. So if that, if you've been looking for those, you can also pick them up there. But. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Ray, Ray popped in and says, "Yes, get that four thousand to the show." <laughs> he's got a trailer. So yeah, he's Ray, got a trailer. Here's the thing: if you would be willing to drive it out there, I'd be willing to probably pay you a little bit, <laughs> not a lot. But a little bit. Uh, and then Rico, our friend Rico, who just had a baby, um, says to lower it. A little 4,000? Yes. Yeah, I do need a lot of the 4,000. Hey, you don't need that. You don't, don't need to listen to the lower Yeah, yeah. Here, yeah. Anyway. Here, the problem with the 4,000 is it's... I know what the problem with the 4,000 yeah. is. Which is why it hasn't been sitting, it's been sitting in that touch for 10 years. Yeah. Before. I'm not guilting you. No, no, no but, not, but now it's worth serious money. Jim. Yeah, now it won't. Yeah. About it. So the question is, do you do you build it or do you, this is what I'm wrestling with right now. Do you build it or do you sell it to a very nice German new owner who can keep it very pristine and original? Because and, it is pristine. And pay you top dollar and then like basically yes. move that money into yes. a R8 Mark I. Uh, oh, okay. I thought you were going to go with your RS2. But, no. but yes, in either case. Yeah, I think I think Gary Mark One's a better investment. RS twos are like we're wandering now totally, but RS RS twos are I think probably good RS twos like fifty grand now. That's like like coming up on nine sixty four money, right? 
Well, it, but, and you know, the well, RSTs were actually, I don't know, man, they were uh, featured a couple of them on Friday Days, and they were, some of them were like $90,000, but these were like $30,000. I, I think the attainable RSTs probably today were on anywhere from like 30000 yeah. to a ratty one, and I'm talking euros, right? So that's more mm -hmm. in the U.S., to like 50,000. Yeah, so the last one I featured, the last RST I featured was a silver one out, out yeah. of Portugal, and that was around 45. But I think that's top dollar money for RS2s. Like, I, to me, I don't see I don't see RS2s going much higher, right? Yeah. So from an investment standpoint, I mean, I, I just personally don't. Yeah. But from an investment standpoint, to me, the, I'm this is going to, I don't want to hurt the R8 market <laughs> more. But I feel like, I feel like R8 Mark 1s, gated manuals, are getting about as low as they're going to go. And this, so I was just, when I was on vacation, I got in a text conversation with, with Bjorn from Opt, because he's looking to buy something. Right? Mm -hmm. like he's got a little bit of money in his pocket, he wants to buy something to like invest in for a couple of years. And he's like, what do you think? You know, and we're going through, and obviously I'm hugely biased to Audi. Yep. So he's like, what do you think of M2? Crap about M2, man. <laughs> I guess. But like, I started talking myself into R8, right? And here's why. The magic things, right? One is we're, so RS2s and 964s, the whole Radwood era of car is like coming into, I think, I don't know if it's peaked, but it's got to be close, mm -hmm. right? Because we come into disposable income as we get like into our mid to late 40s. And then get really into your 60s. That's when they're kind of, they kind of ride high. And then you start to retire and the bottom starts to drop out. Like the muscle car market's doing right now, right? Because all the muscle car people are retiring or have retired and they're not driving as much. And they're driving golf carts in the villages. They're not driving, you know, their, their Cudas or whatever. So the, the price is getting soft on those muscle cars. So like my theory is those 80s, 90s cars are like, they're super hot right now. And because they're super hot they're they're not cheap there are no bargains to be had no and it's not like car rates are cheap but i get the i feel like they're they're probably close to bottom they're probably not bottom yet but they're probably close to bottom because here's the magic on the art i got and I, here's where i talk myself when i was talking one volume there aren't a lot of r8s right so like unlike 911s which that you know anything post 993 in porsche world is pretty there's a lot of volume out there, mm -hmm. right? So, like, you can find a nice 997. 997s are getting super cheap because there are a ton of them out there, of, them. of every variety. But, like, R8s, there aren't a lot of them. Now, now pull out manuals, right? And that just drops it even more. And it's got that cool gated shifter. And here's where it gets even sweeter. So you've got the low volume, which is already, like, a, like a, a great motivator. It's a great car, so that's a great motivator. But then the other thing that I think any really successful vintage car has to have is nostalgia, right? So you look at like the original S8, right? And I'm going to, I'll probably say something that's heresy, but the, the original S8 <laughs> really isn't that great a car, right? Like it's a cool car, but it's like, it's a pre-FSI V8. It's not terribly powerful, right? It's the old built driven V8 and it's have, and it's aluminum space frame, but it's, I'd rather have, of that era, I'd rather have a V5 S4 or RS4. I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't go S8. Right. But S8, because it was in Ronin, right, is kind of, there's this mystique about it. And so, like, that's the, as a driver's car, I'd rather have the B5, but I get the mystique about the S8. So where I'm going with this is, R8 was in how many movies, right, including Iron Man. Iron Man's the big one. 
but like it was in a bunch of other movies too. So like I think that there's a whole generation of kids who like will be drawn to that car because it has pop culture popularity from being on so many movies. Right. It was it's got racing <clears throat> pedigree, right? Because they ran the GT3s and the Grand, even in the US and the Grand Ams and that was all Mark 1 stuff. It started the first generation R8. So you've got all that plus the gated shifter plus plus plus. I think the R8 Mark 1 is like I love it. I mean, it, yeah. seriously, if I had money right now, which I don't. Yeah. So if you want to donate my PayPal, or something, <laughs> yeah. um, we'll set up a GoFundMe. GoFundMe, right? But seriously, I mean, uh, if I had money right now, I would. The first thing I would buy would probably be a Mark One R8 V8 manual. Yeah. V8 manual, high spec, carbon blades. Yeah. I think that's the car. I mean, I would love. I mean, could you, I mean, yeah. not not to humble brag or anything, but you had that one four six. The red one we had it four to yeah. and it, you daily drove that thing, and it was just it's a livable car. I mean, I, I got to, <laughs> but the advantage of living close to George is I got to borrow it several times, and it was we worked together four to two, yeah. so we were fusing around. But I mean, that car FSI high rev revs like eighty five hundred RPM, dry sump, so mm. amazing motor, sounds like NASCAR, right? Like it sounds amazing. Yeah. And the V10's cool too, but it's a little bit heavier. Tom Christensen says, because <laughs> he's got a V8. Uh, the V8's better balanced, so I'll take Tom's well, because word. Because it was designed for the V8. Yeah, it originally was, you're right. Yeah. And so, like, that car, and I haven't looked at Gallardo's, they're probably even fewer of them, but, like, yeah, mm-hmm. there's kind of a certain attitude that goes along with Gallardo, I'm not sure. But, um, but the R8 Mark I, man. I don't know how we got on this from I, I, okay, Monterey. Exactly. But if I buy an R8 Mark I... I'm going to ship it out to Monterey and drive it around. We'll do the same thing, too. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll be the old classic guys out there. So, um, yeah, so to um, to jump back real quick, uh, uh, what's up, Monterey? As you can see, it it's just gives you kind of like an outline of what's going on out there. Uh, our big events are going to be Legend. Um, Friday, Legends of the Audubon. Yeah. And then, it, if, you, if okay, it's from an Audi perspective. Uh, Friday, Legends of the Audubon. Friday, Quail, if you've got tickets, um, will be... Will be uh, the R8 GT2 LMS GT2 plus probably all the current uh, RS cars, yeah, maybe sure. a little more. Like they did last year, right? <laughs> it's possible something else might show up, but at this point, I'm pretty sure nothing else will, uh, as far as debuts. And then usually, I, I haven't confirmed it yet, but usually Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday at the track, Audi Sport Customer Racing. Will have a display. The RHGT2 definitely there Saturday, but probably RS3 LMS, RHGT3, RHGT4 should be on display there all week, uh, is my guess. That's what Audi's done that the last two years. So I think it's pretty safe to say they'll probably be there all week again uh, with that setup. And then. Um, yeah, we were very fortunate to see the reveal of TB18 last year there. Yeah. So. And then Sunday Concept Lawn R8 LMS GT2. And still customer racing out at the track. Yeah. So that's the the Audi stuff not to miss. Pretty sure nothing significant going through the auctions for at that. You know, if there were Sport Quattro or a Hork or something, we'd tell you. But I don't think there are at this point. Last time I checked, I haven't. I mean, I mean I've been kind of looking, but I checked I about a week ago. I don't think much else will be popping up. But there, there. I think are, you might check Miko. I think there are a couple of eights. Nothing. You know, like right. Nothing Those really. Or, yeah. Yeah. I mean, our eights are cool. I was just uh, singing the praises now for the last twenty minutes, but like, but at the same time, you can find them, you know, around pretty easily. So it's I'm not. I don't know that I would go out of my way to go to Meekum unless I'm trying to buy one of those cars. But 
Um, that's Monterey Car Week, man. That's a, a lot to see. It is a lot to see, which is why, you know, going into our fourth year, going into it, I mean, we still haven't covered. Yeah, there's still. We still haven't there. seen the whole. I still haven't seen the. I mean. We haven't know. done the mini car. We haven't done uh, Carmel on the nope. Road Avenue, whatever it is. We haven't done Concorso. We haven't done. Because we, well, to be fair, we have to work the same events. Yeah, we, yeah exactly. We're working. So, yeah. But even still, I mean, we're not, I mean, on those free days that we do have, uh, it's, there's just so much stuff going on. Well, so Saturday's our main free day, and usually we're at the, we're at the track all day. Because here's the other thing. When you're at the track, walking that paddock and being able to check out all the cars, just kind of, it's all open to anybody you can walk through the paddock and yep. see the cars that are being prepped for being out on course as they come in and go out and some amazing stuff in there, even if it's not an Audi. Um, and maybe, who knows, Zach Brown might show up with 200 Trans Am again or whatever else. Um, but yeah, there's two or eights at Meekum. Yeah. One being a, uh, a 2008 V8, but it's an automatic, it's electronic. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one being a Mark II, obviously V10, which is not. Manual. When you say Mark II, you don't mean a Mark One facelift. You mean like no, I'm talking it's 2017. It's a new car. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, cool stuff. It's going to be cool stuff. I mean, we got we got a lot of stuff. I got to go. I just, we just got. A, I mean, we just came back from vacation yesterday, uh, and I was joking with my wife that I shouldn't even just unpack my bag. I should just feel like I turn around and, and head on out. Yeah. So I actually have to do some work. It's like I remember remember to bring some stuff uh, with me out there but it's gonna be it's gonna be great we're going to try to do uh some facebook live uh, stuff out there yeah, yeah we'll, um, we're going to be talking with uh with some people we're going to try to you know uh like at least record some podcasts out there yeah so while we're out there we'll definitely try and catch up with uh, ryan who's from the he's uh one of the board members uh ryan compton one of the attic club board members who's also from the uh, potomac chapter so maybe we'll sit down with him and whomever else is in the house uh, to chat national. Mm-hmm. Uh, the national event that's coming up for DC in the fall. Um, and then also uh, we're going to, I think we're going to take Monday right and stuff. we got to reach out, but we're going to try and get into two Bennett, stop and see those guys. <laughs> so if there's a chance to do a podcast with them, we'd love to do it. I don't mm-hmm. know if there will be. Oh, I, I, this is really late and jumping around. But if you're really big into Audi, vintage Audi sports stuff, um, Hurley Haywood uh, should be in Monterey. I've heard he's doing a, um, a kind of Q&A session. You have to buy tickets for it. It's at, with Pebble Beach at Pebble Beach. Uh, so go to the website and look for details. It's being emceed by uh, Spike Ferriston, who's a podcaster and um, former Seinfeld writer with the Soup Nazi episode, but he does a podcast about cars. Uh, and so he's kind of a personality in the space. So he's interviewing um, uh, Hurley and he's interviewing Patrick Dempsey, who's a Porsche ambassador. So probably my guess is kind of like when we saw Hurley at Amelia two years ago, it's probably gonna be more about his time with Brumos and Porsche. Right. Um, but Q and A's with Hurley always invite the opportunity to, you know, if you want to ask some questions about the Trans Am era, Hurley, Haywood, of course, was was involved very much in the um, Trans Am <laughs> era. Out of two hundred Trans Am in like what eighty nine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's he's got some history there, and I think he won the championship that year too, one and done. So um, that's something to see in Monterey too. I forgot to mention that because it wasn't on What's Up Monterey. 
Yes. What's up, Barnaby? What's up? What's up? You got to do it twice. Yeah. What's up? Uh, what's up? Seeing or not? Yeah. Yeah. I'm still on vacation right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which reminds me, I got to get some stuff done before we pack up. Yes. So why okay. don't we end this? Okay. Um, Thank you for sticking around with us. Do we have any other questions? Uh, Ray you? says there is one. Okay. There is a sport quattro. I just asked him which. Uh, In an auction. He said it's at an auction. I just asked him which one it was, and he has to respond back. But Ray, if you know, let us know, or, or post right, it on the questions that you have um, here. You want to? Yeah, I'm gonna check our Sotheby's quickly. You okay. I just checked Meekum, obviously, and it wasn't there. Can you so check Gooding. I'm gonna check Gooding. And Ray, if you know and you're listening to this, tell me, tell us so we don't have to search. Because <laughs> um, we lazy. <laughs> well, not lazy. Just I don't want people don't want to have to sit here and listen to us searching. Oh, but we could talk. So how was your vacation? No, we already did that. Sorry. <clears throat> I'm not seeing any results on our end. I know I looked like like a week and a half ago before I went on vacation, and there were none in the catalog then. Um. So. Well, if we find it, we will post it on the website. Yeah, yeah, we'll post it in the show notes, but uh, or I'll add. If this is a podcast, I'll add a couple extra seconds where we do an update uh, if there are some. But I'm not aware of one. I'm not aware of one either. So, so the subject of the next podcast? Um, probably the next one will be national, discussing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to try and do to Bennett. I have not, I'm promising this to Bennett thing. I don't know if it's going to come together, right? Those guys are very busy. We're going to try and hit them the Monday afterwards, and we haven't even reached out to them to let them know. Um, you know, a week from tomorrow. <laughs> because I've been on vacation, and so has Bill. So that, that, the plan was uh, a little half-assed, but we're, we're going to reach out to them. Uh, we got a, a red eye coming home Monday night um, from, from San Francisco. So we're going to try and run up to Davis to see those guys, see if we can get maybe Troy Sycott to come in with us. Um, but uh, beyond that, we'd like to try and get more guests, obviously – Bill and I can get a little tangenty, tangent e, oh, yeah. going on tangents, talking about all right, Mark ones and vacation and whatever. So, um, if there are people you'd like us to be reaching out to, um, it's obviously easier for us to do it on location here. But I, or I don't mind doing it while traveling. We're going to try and do more of that from Monterey, um, and we could try to go to either local or non-local. I'd like to start to do more tuners. Um, maybe some drivers, et cetera, mm-hmm. like race car drivers. We'll see. Cool. Some big news coming up on national. I yeah. Think. So if you haven't signed up for Audi Club Nationals yet, it's going to be in DC in the fall. In October. O- October, the week after Columbus Day, I believe. Um, I don't know the dates offhand, but it's, it's, uh, we're just lining up the, the, it starts on 16th. Right. And we're we lining up the speakers Sunday. now. Yeah. Uh, it's been a long process, but it, it, it Depending on how this goes, uh, I expect to have some big announcements here in the next week, max two. Uh, so maybe right after Monterey. All right. So. Well, thanks for hanging out, guys. I will log off. We don't have any more questions? Uh, no, we don't, except for... No. All right. See you soon. Instead of Rico saying, don't mod the the 4,000. (laughs) Buy another one.
can't lose weight. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say. <clears throat> trying to think we got him of four viewers. But it's it's not gonna be there, so if you want to view it. Well, I'm saving it so we can put it on YouTube if you want. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I think if I could get like 40, 45,000 euros for the 4,000, which is insane, but I know what I'm seeing over there. All right. Then Deanna's okay with me throwing the rest of an RE Mark 1 on equity because it could be going to Yeah, I'm going to 20 grand basically for, for an RE. Yeah. <laughs> out of it because you know I have that money is just to get in here. Kind of piss out of it. I think I don't think I would buy I may buy like you know here I am fantasizing. Yeah. But I don't like garage creams. They gotta be out there. Well I, the upside is like a lot of them are like 